Outside the Shoot would like to thank one of their sponsors, the Lynx at Penn Hills. If you're a golfer, you're going to want to check out the Lynx at Penn Hills in Shubenacadie, Nova Scotia. With nine holes wide open situated along the beautiful Shubenacadie River, and the other nine tucked into woodland, this Les Ferber design is a challenge for the best of golfers. Located just 15 minutes from the Halifax Stanfield International Airport, the Lynx at Penn Hills has become one of the best courses in Nova Scotia. For more information or to book a tee time, go to lynxatpennhills.com. Hey, hey, happy Thanksgiving to everyone in Canada. Happy Columbus Day to our neighbors to the south in the U.S. And happy Monday to everyone else around the world listening. And welcome to episode 17 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. This week's OTC Player of the Week is coming to us from Fayetteville, Georgia, as Lily Backus of the Stars Mill High Lady Panthers takes home the honors. Lily had 14 strikeouts in Game 1 of the Regional Championships in a 3-1 win over Whitewater, and then came, in, came on in relief in Game 2 and struck out 8 more to move her team to, into the state playoffs. Congrats, Lily, and best of luck moving forward. On to this week's guest, and we're heading to Nanaimo, BC, as we sit down and chat with Team Canada member and Sook Logger, Blake Hunter. Blake has emerged into one of the best hitters in the country. He is a three-time All-Canadian, was named to the 2017 All-World Team at the ISCs, won a silver medal at the 2005 Canada Games, and a two-time silver medalist at the Canadian Senior Men's Nationals. We're going to talk to Blake about getting a start in the game in BC, playing at the 2005 Canada Games, moving to Nova Scotia for a season and playing with the Murphy's Eagles, as well as some great stories from the 2017 WBSC Worlds in Whitehorse. Blake was a treat to chat with, and we had some great laughs on this episode. So as usual, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Ain't never felt this freedom. Could you, could you say that anything goes, anything goes, I love that intro music by Classified. Yeah, we're super lucky to have a local guy and uh, being able to play his music in our intro. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's unreal. Like the fact that we got the John Guzdala from the U.S. men's national team. He sent a message saying, you know, he he listens to it and he's got him on his list now. And yeah, like, and he, but he did mention that he didn't know who he was in the beginning until right. we started playing on the podcast, which is pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out, Luke. Yeah, right on. <laughs> uh, another thing uh, with ball season wrapping up and everything around like around here anyway and probably mostly across the country uh want to say give a big shout out to everybody that's downloaded us and and you know tuned into us because uh what was it on friday i sent you a text there and said yeah. uh, we just got a download from algeria yeah so we've reached every continent in the world yeah don't, don't ask me to name them but yeah we yeah. got them all now oh except for antarctica but there's nobody yeah. in, in antarctica but yeah, there might be happy feet or somebody <laughs> happy feet <laughs> yeah. anyway yeah that, i thought that was pretty cool that uh you know being able to reach that that wide of a 
demographic is pretty freaking crazy. Oh, it's incredible. And the other thing too is now that the season is wrapping up, we'll, we're going to continue to run our podcast all winter, of course, each week and mm-hmm. look forward to talking to a lot of guests and uh, try to keep the ball spirit rolling through the winter so we can blast through it and get to the spring and hit the ball fields. Exactly. Yeah, so, man. Speaking of guests, we got a good one coming on here. Uh, Blake Hunter so should be should be some good stories there. Yeah, so, uh, there's probably a lot of stories we can't tell about hunts, but yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be good. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's get to them. All right, man. Hunts, thanks for coming on the podcast, buddy. Oh, thanks for having me. How's how's things out in beautiful British Columbia today? Oh, not too bad. Uh, we've had some pretty good weather here the last couple of weeks, so yeah. it's been nice. How's the how'd the summer go? A little different than usual, huh? Yeah, not quite the same. A lot more uh, local ball. Not so much traveling. Yeah. You, How about you guys? Uh, we got uh, we got our league started. When was it? Uh, beginning of August. We had 12 regular season games played, and then we just played uh, five playoff games, and it wraps up for us uh, this week coming, actually. Yeah. 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 Don't you, don't you guys have snow there yet, or what? Man, it's been the best summer. It's still... Yeah. I golfed yesterday in Prince Edward Island, and it was still... On, and on Friday. It was 22 degrees on Friday. I mean, it was only 14 yesterday, but it's it's been the best weather ever. COVID's playing oh. havoc with our weather. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, for sure. So what, what was your what was your league like out there this like that you played in the summer? Uh, I played uh, in the Nanaimo League. Uh, we did like an eight-game regular season and then playoffs. And then I also played in the Victoria League. I'm not sure how many games there was. Uh, that just wrapped up yesterday, though. Right on. Cool. Well, with every, uh, every guest, when and where did you get your start in the game? Uh, Cedar, BC. Uh, it's kind of like a, a real small town, kind of just outside of Nanaimo. Right. So, did, did, uh, so uh, do it like was the minor ball program like they had a like a pretty good minor minor ball program there? Uh, it wasn't much. It was uh, it was mostly a bunch of local kids, mm. uh, like kind kind of from that area. Um, yeah, my dad was one of the guys that helped run the program. Uh, there it lasted I got through my minor years there before I moved into rep ball and then it kind of shut down there just wasn't enough kids anymore that's too bad so where did uh, your Bantam and Midget years like prior to Canada Games where were you playing I played in Nanaimo um, played with the Nanaimo Black Diamonds or something I think we were called Uh, and then I played in Port Alberni as well Oh. Port Alberni. I played in uh, the 1987 Midget Nationals in Port Alberni. That's a great place. Oh, it's beautiful. I remember there's like a, it's a pulp town, I believe. Um, and there was a, I actually remember the hotel, the Barclay Pacific, it was called. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's still there. No shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So did you guys, uh, for your midget teams, did you have any uh, success at nationals? Uh,. We went one year Port Alberni, and uh, we lost in the finals two one. Oh, that's oh. pretty successful. Oh, that's pretty good. Silver medal. <laughs> oh yeah, this story of my life. Silver medal. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good segue into the tw- uh, 2005 Canada Games. You guys won the silver medal there. Uh, what, oh. what was that? What was that experience like? I mean, that, uh, the, the experience losing, alone yeah. is like pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like all the events going on, and you know the you're doing the closing ceremonies and it's like to see that many, that many people. Um, it's pretty cool, especially at that age. Mm. Um, the fields, the fields are great. Uh, it was a great week too. 
Uh, I really enjoyed that experience. Like anybody that gets the chance, if you're lucky enough, yeah, you'll thoroughly enjoy it. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you got, you would have played, that would, Nova Scotia would have had like uh, Duff and Herve and, and Silly and the boys that year. Yeah. 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 All, all those guys were there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you guys get to play them or were you in the same, uh, same pool? I don't. I don't think we ran into them. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly, yeah. So you guys, you guys were second week. That's usually, uh, usually the softball programs the first week. Because I mean, our year we were we were opening ceremonies, and a couple other guys that were on here were opening. So you got to experience the closing ones. That what what was that like? Oh, it was cool. It was like uh, they did a big concert type thing and music playing, um, and then it turned into like there was all the athletes are kind of just hanging out there, sitting there. Mm. And then I don't know who started it, uh, but then there was a massive water balloon fight broke out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so next thing you know, any any of the Team BC athletes that ended up with water balloons, uh, they're passing them all to our, our ball team. And then it was just yeah. basically all the, all the softball teams yeah. throwing, throwing water balloons at each other. Yeah, have at her boys. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, coming away with silver medal, that must have been must have been pretty good. I mean, that that's a pretty talented tournament to be in. Yeah, it, uh, it was good. You know, looking back now, you, you're happy about it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, we lost in extra innings, so you know, just to make things worse, right? Who who'd you play in the final? Uh, Ontario. Uh, okay, Who, who'd they have? Any big guns? Uh, I can't really remember. Who was with them? Okay. Um, I know the I know the guy that hit uh, that hit the game winning home run it was Chris Lewis. I think his name was. Okay, he's a shortstop. Right. I found out a few years later too that apparently like that was the first home run he's ever hit out of a, a ballpark. <laughs> so like, wow. oh, great, great timing. Yeah, really though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. win you a gold medal. Yeah. So after uh, after the Canada Games year, what uh, what did you want to do then? Uh, what year was that? Oh, oh five. I can say one thing: you're not oh. Todd Martin with your memory. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Don't compare me to him that way. That's just... no fucking way. <laughs> oh, terrible. Uh, that would have been. I finished off my midget career, um, and then moved into moved into junior and started playing with a team out of Richmond. Oh, okay. Um, on the mainland there in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, so I played with the Richmond Mariners. Uh, we did our, our provincials and we did the westerns. And then I also played with the Richmond Steelers. They're a senior B team. Oh, okay. Um, they kind of helped me out because they played quite a few games during, throughout the year against the Gray Sox. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of where I first got seen was you know going up against those guys. Right. Um, and from there, that's kind of where I got my opportunity to start playing a ball was, um, played well against the gray Sox, And a year later I, I was with them. Nice. Yeah. You got to, uh, 2009 was your first ISCs with Vancouver. Uh, yeah. you were telling me there, uh, what was that experience like? I mean, that your first ISC is pretty, pretty opener, especially at that age. Oh yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely different. You know, you come from playing at a, a minor level and uh, you go up against some of those guys mm. 
And it's just like, wow, I'm really not good at this game. Like, I'm <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's like, I just missed that ball by three feet. I hope nobody saw that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, it was pretty cool. We, we had a good group of veteran guys and then uh, some younger guys that played pivotal roles, like Mason was there, uh, the younger guy, but still a leader of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Pieknik was there. Oh, wow. Uh, it was awesome. awesome to play with him. Yeah. Peaches. Imagine. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. That guy would warm up, have a conversation with someone on the sideline. He'd tell you to just hold your glove out. He wouldn't look at you, and he, but he wouldn't miss a spot. <laughs> I, I I had to laugh at his, his ar- difference in arm size between his left and his right. Like it, that, oh. It's unreal. It's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw him yesterday, and it, it still hasn't changed. Is that right? I got the permanent thing, yeah. Wow. Wow. Was was Nick Underhill on your team that, that year as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now there's a guy that threw missiles. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was horrifying. Yeah, I can. I remember seeing him in 07 in St. John's when we played uh, Vancouver for the first time. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Even if you barreled the ball, it felt like your bat just snapped in half. Is that right? Oh, it was like hitting a bowling ball. Wow. Wow. Now, the following year in 2010, that's when I got to know you. You uh, you moved down to Nova Scotia to play with the the Murphy's Eagles. How did how did that all come about? Anyway, um, well, like any good ball story, uh, it starts in the beer garden. Oh, beautiful! Nice. Um, Cora, Corey Avery. Uh, it was, I think it was it was either IRCs or the senior men's nats that year. Corey Avery came up to me in the beer gardens, just uh, asked if I'd be interested. Um, I definitely was interested off the bat, seeing how you guys kind of, I think it was two silvers in a row. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. correct? That's right. Yeah. And you guys basically had your whole team coming back and, you know, shot at winning a title and yeah, I, I jumped all over it. And, and hosting it as well. <laughs> yeah 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 that was pretty cool yeah so what were your what were your thoughts on on living down here for the summer i loved it yeah i can't believe how friendly the people are on the east coast yeah, yeah for sure they are we're, we're cool. some of them right. <laughs> you, you can walk down the road and you know by the time you get to your buddies hit place four blocks away you've eaten three square meals <laughs> and you know a cup couple beverages yeah yeah, yeah. who are you living with uh, I lived with Rod. Oh, Hardy. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Hardy's a beauty. But then uh, yeah. just as I got out there, uh, Rod ended up having to go away for work. Yeah. So yeah. I basically stayed at Rod's and Rod wasn't there too often. But yeah, he's a good dude. I love Rod. Oh, he's he's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, was, was he part of the coaching staff with you guys? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he, when he was around, he, yeah. Yeah, he helped out with us. Right on. Now... Now, Frank, do you remember that year, 2010? With the, do I remember, yeah. We, we played them probably 3,000 times. 3,000 times. Like, <laughs> like when we were, we were with the Elks. I can, I can remember playing this day, like the first part of the, the season, like you and, and Reggie and, and Aves and everybody were like right on me. But by the time we played each other, like for the 16th time, yeah, it's like I was able to adjust and and pitch better to you guys but then the other guys in the lineup 
started <laughs> started pounding me. Yeah. I was like, oh, what the frig? Yeah. <laughs> that was a deep lineup. It was. It was. Yeah. Great team. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, I I really enjoyed playing in that league. Like you guys had a lot of. There was a lot of good players in that league. Uh, like Erky was still throwing then too. Yeah, Erky yeah, threw for us. us. Yeah. 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 Which was so good for you guys because like, he threw BBs too. Yeah, it was huge. Mm. You know, being able to see that guy consistently. Yeah. And Framer, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course, man. I don't like to pump his tires. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> now the. Uh, Kitchener, Kitchener River Shark. Hey. Um, 2009, motherfucker. I'm going to live on that the rest of my life, man. <laughs> hey, I would too. I would too. Hunt, he just told me the story again 10 minutes ago before we got on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, Randy, I was there. Shut up. <laughs> just in case you forgot. Yeah, just yeah. in case you forgot. Uh, so, anyway, you guys. You ended up uh, losing in the finals to Napanee in front of a huge crowd down in St. Croix. Uh, that must have been, it, it was, imagine it was really heartbreaking, but at the same time, that week must have been pretty special to you. Uh, oh, it was unbelievable. I've got uh, like half my family's from the East Coast too. Oh, okay. Uh, from, from New Brunswick. So I had a bunch of family and friends come out as well that week. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was a whirlwind. You know, that summer seemed to fly by and then, once it came, I think we we didn't start off so hot. Like, I think we lost to BC, which, you know, for me, that was awesome. Mm. You know, I still don't hear the end of that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Those guys are ruthless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we managed to come back. Uh, and then we kind of pieced it all together. And then I think our whole entire lineup just completely went off. Mm. Uh, we got great pitching from everyone. It kind of looked like... You know, everything was coming together at the right time. And then man, playing in front of those crowds, like those last couple games was just insane. Yeah. yeah. I remember being there and for the finals and it was, it was it jammed. Was packed. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Like, you know, you know, how they uh, closed down like beer sales in the third period of a hockey game and stuff. Yeah. You know, they, they maybe should have done that, you know, last couple of innings of each of those games because, man, did they get rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, it was cool. Yeah. Do you have any, uh, any Jamie Wentworth stories? Uh, <laughs> uh, nothing. Uh, nothing that's not going to get me in trouble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He was awesome to play I, for, I, though. I mean, I got to play I for him, loved, and he's he's just a gamer, right? Yeah, like there's nobody that like he loves the game so much. Mm. Uh, he he knows so much, and then as a coach, uh, the thing I liked about him is you always knew where you stay. He wasn't going to sugarcoat anything. He wasn't going to baby you. Yeah. And if you needed a kick in the ass, he was he was going to kick you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. I can't can't say enough good things about him yeah he's he did a lot for me uh i know when i first moved out there i didn't tell him i had uh, a bad uh, allergic i was i had a bad allergy to cats oh yeah okay. so of course rod's got four cats or something when i move in <laughs> so it's like the, <laughs> the second night there i'm like I, I can barely breathe uh i needed an asthma inhaler <laughs> i didn't know what to do you know you you're panicking, and I don't know how he pulled it off. Somehow he got me one. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, he bailed me out. Um, he managed to get me in to see a doctor super quick. And yeah, I know he's, he's a good guy. 
And then he was out in the parking lot snapping cats' necks. Rod gets home. He has no cats left. Jamie oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, they, all the cats just disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Rod gets home. Where is the cats? Yeah, where are the cats? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So in uh, 2011, you joined uh, J&B Paints out of uh, California. Uh, how did that all come about? Uh, kind of same thing. Uh, Corey Avery. Corey, yeah. Um, cause Corey was down there playing, he had played for Bob before, mm-hmm. uh, and he was going back down and, uh, he was playing with kind of tournaments with J and B, uh, tournaments with a team called Calimex, which was basically yep. J and B painting, mm-hmm. uh, and asked if, you know, if I wanted to come down. So yeah, I spent a lot of time that summer in California with Corey. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Was Corey driving a cab at that point? <laughs> no, he was not. <laughs> I heard the story oh, about him driving the cab. Oh, redder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to get him to tell that one. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine what kind of stories he'd have out of that. Holy Jesus. Oh, he's, there's a guy you need to get on. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to go x for that one. Yeah, we'd have, yeah, we'd have to. Oh. Uh, I don't think uh, Spotify or Apple would, would have a rating for that we went, one. <laughs> we went down to uh, Texas that year, me and him. I, I've never played in heat like that. It's like 45 degrees Celsius. Oh, wow. shit. It's just, he's throwing every game. I'm catching every game. Like, I've never dealt with things like this in my life. But uh, the, this guy picks us up from the airport. Uh, you know, a big southern accent. And great guy. Mm. Uh, we pull into the gas station, ask if we need anything. So he runs in and goes to grab it. And there's this little like suitcase sitting on the back seat in between me and Corey. And it's just got a thing on it. says not legal in California. <laughs> so we're, we're curious. Right. And, uh, yeah, finally Corey just goes, I'm going to do it. He opens it up. <laughs> of course just, he would. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a handgun and a clip sitting there and it's just like, Oh yeah, we're in Texas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, Corey does it back up and we're like, oh my God. <laughs> Give me to the hotel. Wow. So that tournament in Texas, we were texting back and forth there. You say that was a state championship? Yeah. So, yeah. So what were you what were you guys in it if you were from California for? Uh we were playing with a team from Texas. Oh, you were oh okay, I see. You you got picked up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right on. Cool. So twenty thirteen you join the Sook Loggers, and then that's currently who you're with now. Uh, you attend yeah. your first, attend the ISCs in in Quad Cities. What do you remember about the those ISCs with Sook? Uh, they were they had their ups and their downs. I could say. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had we had a pretty good team. Um, yeah, a young group of guys. Uh, it, it was it was definitely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, now coming into a spot like where I had previously been with the Grey Sox being a young kid on the team. Now going to the loggers and being, you know, more of a, a feature right. in, uh, in that lineup and, you know, expected to do some leading and that kind of stuff. So, you know, there was an adjustment period and then, uh, especially with such a young group, uh, but the experience was great. Uh, I loved, loved that ISCs. Uh, we lost a couple tough ones, but you know, that's the way she goes. Mm. Um, but I think from that, we learned a lot. Um, we had, uh, we had a trip down to Fargo. Uh, do you guys ever been to that tournament, North Dakota? I haven't. No, no. no. Oh, so 
we decide we're going to fly into Winnipeg and drive down. <laughs> so it's like a three and a half hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> so we win the tournament, everybody's celebrating, and Chris Walushka is driving us back. And he goes, oh, I'll just, I'll, I'll follow Chad, one of the other guys. And so we start driving, and he, he thinks he's following them. And so now we're driving, we're driving for about two and a half hours. And I look up and the gas light's on. I'm like, Wally, how long has the gas light been on? I have no idea. (laughs) So you look around and all you can see is corn. It's like, oh, this is good. So we're phoning the other guys to keep an eye out for us on the side of the road. And we finally pull into this place and Banner pulls out his phone and he goes, this can't be right. Since we're headed towards Montana. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way we're we're supposed to be headed to the border, not Montana. So we we went two and a half hours the wrong direction. Wally thought he was following somebody. Uh, Oh, he was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was. Just the wrong guy. You might as well well keep going at that point. You're in Montana. (laughs) Oh, so we we look at the map. The only way to go back is you can't cut across or anything from where we're at. We had to go two and a half hours back and then restart the whole trip. We had to go all the way back to Fargo. (laughs) Wow. So so we got back to the hotel. uh, Wally kindly said, uh, don't worry, boys, I'll, uh, I'll get beer. (laughs) that makes the trip a little better right (laughs) yeah yeah i was like luckily for you we won that tournament i'm like you imagine we lost in the final yeah really yeah just wanted (laughs) to get home (laughs) yeah yeah now that same year you're you're added to the team canada 40-man roster what described that feeling oh man it was it was unbelievable i just had uh I didn't know when the roster was being released. You know, I hadn't been told anything about being added to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got, I ended up with a bunch of text messages and phone calls and I hadn't even seen it yet. Um, so Mason phoned me and was saying congrats and everything. And so then of course I had to go look and, you know, to see your name on that list and you see the other guys, you know, the mm-hmm. Derek Mason, Steve Malali, Ryan Wolf, Jeff Bellsley. You see all those names on that, and it's like, wow, like not too shabby. You know, you, yeah, you can't really uh, can't even describe that feeling. I guess no, man. Yeah, I mean, we talked. Who who was it was saying they were driving? They got was a bully saying you driving. You got the word. You had to pull over. Oh, yeah, had to pull over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I can imagine like uh, that, that feeling. Just like that must be unreal. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you 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 never forget it. That's for sure. Yeah. Now, 2014, you guys traveled to PEI to to the Senior Nats. Uh, you get off. Yeah. To, you guys get off to a tough start, losing your first two games, but then you get back on track with a five four win over Saskatoon. You hit a seventh inning home run, by the way. Uh, you won't remember. You uh, probably don't remember. Yeah, you, you probably don't remember right. that, do you? <laughs> uh, off easy. Yeah, yeah, it was actually. Uh, I do. Re- I do remember that. There you go. <laughs> what uh, What do you recall about about that Nationals? Oh man, it was, it was tough. Mm. Uh, like it, it just seemed like there was, you, you can't take a game off. You can't take a pitch off. You can't take an inning off. Um, every team, like there was, there wasn't a single team you were going to walk in and walk over. No. Uh, it was pitch one to the last pitch of each game. You had to battle. And, uh, I think, uh, like that experience that year, I think that really helps like where our guys are at now, um, is having played those games and played against those teams, you know, going up against ETC in a tough game. Um, I think we lost to Donnie Scott in the first playoff game. 
Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was another one that was, we had our chances. Uh, we had our chance to win that game. It just didn't come through, but you know, those are the moments you, you learn from and move on. Yeah. And then I think you guys, I think we beat beaches. I think we beat you guys out in the, in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. Um, I was just trying to leave that part out, guys. Oh, okay. Not us. No. That's written right in front of me. Yeah, we, <laughs> on the chalkboard. Anything like that, we're, we're <laughs> stepping up and we're throwing that at you. <laughs> uh, I know. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was 9 nothing, 9 nothing win for us. Like, that's... Randy, oh, fuck off. That's crazy. How are you going to get more people on this podcast, man? I'll leave them. Wow. <laughs> Framer, Framer, were you pitching for us or what? <laughs> nice. Good one. <laughs> I just remember, it was my last Nats. I remember everything from that one. So. Yeah. But, and Kitchener River Shark. And, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, 2015, what what did you do in 2015? I was trying to, trying to find some info on you for 2015. I never got anything. Well, um, I you guys wouldn't have went to nationals. Like you guys didn't go back to nationals till 2017 with Sook. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, we still did, uh, no, we didn't do ISCs or anything. Uh, I went to the twins, I think that year. Oh, okay. I played one year with the Kitchener twins. That was cause I think the 2014, I think they lost in the finals. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to Hill. And then I signed with them the year after. Okay. How was that? Oh, it was pretty cool. Um, it was another one of those learning experiences, I would say for me, uh, I had a real tough year. Mm. Uh, you know, I battled at times, you know, showed flashes, but was expected to be a piece of that team going in. Um, you know, you, you get there and there's Ryan Wolf and, you know, Ian Fairman and you got guys like that. And it's, you're almost trying to do too much, yeah. you know, instead of just playing your game. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Like I said, it's one of those things. Yeah. I wish I could go back now and, you know, I've had that shot with those guys. You know, we, we had a team that could have won that, right? but, uh, you know, you, you live, you learn and you get better for it. Exactly. Before we move on outside the shoot, we'd like to thank one of their sponsors, Prodigy Sports. Located at Nine Simmons Road in Bedford, Nova Scotia, Prodigy Sports is your leading supplier of team, league, and school sporting good products. Prodigy Sports prides itself in its unique working relationships with all the major name brands in the athletic industry and has an extremely close working relationship with sporting good manufacturers around the world. This combination makes Prodigy Sports your number one supplier of sports equipment, clothing, and supplies. Please join them by looking further into their website, prodigy-sports.com, and discovering the world of Prodigy Sports right at your fingertips. If you have any questions about their company or any of their products, please feel free to contact them at 902-446-4645. The following year in 2016, you're back with J&B. I was told to ask you two questions about that year. Um, oh God! First was uh, tell us about the the two a.m. two a.m. game against uh, the loggers in Kelowna. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> well, well, I'll say we lost that game, but we did go on to win the tournament. Uh, I may I may have caused some trouble there um, <laughs> because we were playing soup. Uh, the loggers were there. Uh, so the deal was because Kyle Cowick was playing with JB painting as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of us was going to play with JB, one played with the loggers. So he was playing with the loggers. So I decided, uh, I, you guys know Tony Mancha? Yep. yep. 
And for the people that, you know, don't know him, uh, he is one of the nicest guys, best teammates, but he's an intimidating human being. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so before the game, I told Tony that uh, Cowett called him an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we go to walk into the field and, you know, we see the suit guys, everybody kind of saying hi. And Cowett says hi to Tony and Tony just looks through him. And the cow goes about as white as a ghost. Like I don't blame him. Like I almost, pissed my, I almost pissed myself when he looked at him. And so then I'm, you know, I'm kind of giggling as I'm walking by because I know why he's why he's doing that. Yeah. Um, so I'm catching that. I'm catching that game, and I think it was Cowick second at bat. Called an inside drop ball, and Cowick gets drilled. Um, and like, oh, you know, he was just he was trying to bury it. And we get back at the end of the inning, and somebody goes. Uh, do you think he did that intentionally? I'm like, oh, no, no, just got away. Like, you know, he's got no bad blood with Cowick. Mm. Uh, and then he, Tony walks back in the dugout. Somebody said, uh, Tony, you do that intentionally? You're fucking right, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my, oh, my God. I was like, well, why did you do that? He's like, you said he called me an asshole. And I'm like, oh, no. I, like, I started howling. I'm like, Tony, I was like, he didn't actually call you an asshole. And I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> So it's my fault Coward got drilled, but oh well. That's awesome. <laughs> Tough, toughing him up, you know? Yeah. yeah. So why were you playing at 2 a.m.? Oh, just rain delays. Oh, shit. Rain delays, rain delays. Yeah, that's probably the only game I've ever played where, you know, I don't think there's a single guy on the field that wants to be on that field at that moment. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, the other, the other, uh, one was what's the story about getting beat out at ISCs on the Wednesday and then getting into NAFA's last minute? <laughs> I don't know whose idea that was. That was horrible. <laughs> well, you guys went four and zero, didn't you? Uh, yeah, but then we didn't even show up because <laughs> your flights were. <laughs> yeah, so we we lost. I think that was the year we lose to the Gators. That's the year the Gators won. Uh, six. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So they beat us out in a in a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great game against them, and a couple of the guys said, "Well, NAFA starts. Why don't we Why don't we jump in that?" And then you know, there's a few of us um, going like, "No, we're done. Like, that's it. <laughs> all done. <laughs> we're not jumping into NAFA." And you know, then there's a few guys that you know wanted to have a little bit of fun, maybe mm-hmm. have some have some beers and stuff. I definitely wasn't one of those guys. <laughs> Um, yeah. But, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we went four and zero, and I think the round robin there, and then it kind of gets into the playoffs and stuff, and then we just we we left. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what we did to that tournament, but like, yeah, we probably kind of screwed them up a bit. We should have never jumped in there. <laughs> yeah. So were you guys? Nobody was playing the regular position in that tournament, were they? No, everybody was all over the map. Um, I was. I, my batting stats look like Tony Batista. <laughs> or, yeah, like it, it was a mess. But it was like maybe we should have done this earlier. Maybe we would have got yeah, really, right? off the Gators there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, play a little loose. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I laughed at that when I when I heard it. Uh, Twenty seventeen, you sued up for Team Canada at the WBSCs in Whitehorse. Now that was your first big tournament with them. That must have been a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and then for it to be on Canadian soil right. and, uh, you know, to have the home the home crowd and everything like that, oh, it was, 
you, you put that uniform on, uh, and then when you got that, you know, the crowd going, you, you kind of feel like you're a superhero. Like that's the only way I can describe it. You kind of feel invincible. Mm. The, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah, man. Like, actually I forgot to bring something up about, uh, you playing down in New Zealand. Now, before that tournament, you, you had a team from New Zealand come up to, well, the team from New Zealand to play in a few games that you hosted, was it? Yeah, hosting at like the park I basically grew up in since I was 15 years old. Yeah, how how was that? It, it was it was unbelievable. Like I couldn't believe the amount of support and the people we got out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they played. Uh, they came in the Friday night, and they played kind of a local all star team. Right. And we show up to the ball field, and there's well over a thousand people. The place is packed. Wow. Wow. And we. You know, we're lucky if a men's game, we get, you know, 10 people to come watch us. Uh, <laughs> but this place is packed. And, you know, then uh, they're they're doing the haka and, oh, yeah, it was a cool experience. And then uh, the next day on the Saturday, uh, they played our, our loggers team. And same thing, we kind of show up to the field. And for those games, they had the TV cameras brought in and everything like that. <laughs> And yeah, so you pull up and it was like, man, you kind of, you know, you kind of feel like you're, you're in the show, yeah. I guess. Uh, so it was pretty cool. Uh, and then the first, and the same thing, stands were packed. People were, you know, having a little too much fun in the beer garden and yelling and screaming. And <laughs> we went to, we, we went into extras that game too. Nice. Right on. Uh, so yeah, we gave them a good run there. The first game, uh, when we hit that, ex- you got into the extra innings, uh, I hit a home run. Nice. as well hit a two hit a two run shot so it was one of those kind of surreal moments rounding the bases you know being in the yeah. place i grew up in against yeah. the new zealand yeah. national team and be able to do it in front of all the friends and family it was a pretty cool moment that'd be amazing yeah, yeah it was awesome <laughs> i wonder i wonder what all the fans were in your hometown they were thinking when when they did the haka dance for the first time <laughs> they must have been like oh. what the hell is going on here yeah <laughs> I know about three quarters of the the team that played on the Friday night were absolutely terrified. <laughs> yeah. <I bet. laughs> oh yeah. yeah. The, the, the end of that, uh, that series, uh, the games are over for the Saturday. Sorensen calls me over <laughs> and I'm going, oh, okay, this, I don't like the looks of this. And then all of a sudden the whole, their whole team circles around me and I'm standing in the middle of the circle and Sorensen's looking at me and I'm like, like what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> and then, then all of a sudden, I can hear Rona get him, and I'm like, I turn around like a square up, like I thought, like, oh, we're going, <laughs> like, you know. And then they're all laughing, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, you know, still don't know what's going on. Yeah. Sorensen, you just, you know, they just, they all said thanks for putting everything together. Oh like man, that. that's awesome. Yeah, and then Swords, you know, shook hands and everything like that. And as I walk away, Sorensen's the last hand I shake, and he whispers in my ear he goes that's the last fucking time you'll ever be invited into enemy enemy territory (laughs) (laughs) i was walking away with a smile on my face i bet i don't want to be in it yeah exactly yeah yeah that's wicked Uh, back to the tournament in whitehorse uh tell us about the scope falling off the mound or not really falling uh (laughs) (laughs) tripping Oh my God. I can't. Why didn't he bring this up? I, I don't know why. What, exactly. Why didn't he like, bring it up? Like, that's the thing I don't understand. Like, Scope, you got to laugh at yourself every once in a while. <laughs> but yeah, I think we were playing Hong Kong 
and he goes he goes to throw the pitch, and I don't know if he caught his toe or what happened. And he goes sideways about four steps. He still looks like he's trying to windmill it. And then halfway through catching himself, he he fake overhand throws it to home plate. Like, I, you're trying to figure out what's going through the guy's head at that point. Uh, yeah. A buddy at home, I talked to you after the game. He said the camera was stuck on me on third base for about three minutes after he goes, your glove was on your face and you were just howling. I'm like, if I got, if I got a ball hit at me, I was just going to wear it. I couldn't stop laughing. Oh man. Uh, Actually, right before we started the podcast, I got the bowl. He sent me the video of it so I could, so I could show Hopi because <laughs> he never oh, saw yeah. it before. Yeah. Oh my God. It's yeah, like, awesome. Imagine what was going through the hog hog batters. Oh, <laughs> when he sees oh skull. man. Just a big man falling over. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But you, well, you have to repost that so like all the listeners will be able to get it. Oh yeah. Get a oh, it's going out right after this. Yeah. It's one hundred percent going to be yeah, on for yeah. sure. Uh, uh, and then did uh, Scope also got drilled that game? Did he tell you about that? No. No. Oh, so it's that same game. It was just a tough day for him all in all, I guess. <laughs> Other than he pitched good. Yeah. But uh, it was kind of one of those games that was, you know, getting out of hand and they went to steal a bag and nobody on the bench really said anything. So Avery just misses him with a missile. <laughs> so Scoff comes in into the dugout. He's a little ticked off. Like, hey, boys, like, you know, I understand, you know, we kind of got the game in hand here, but uh, you know, we got to pay attention. Like, I don't want to be getting drilled here. So sure, sure enough, next inning, we go out, they end up, some guy gets a bunt base hit or something, and he's on first base. He goes to steal, and Avery just throws an absolute laser, <laughs> just hammer scope. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm laughing. Like, I'm laughing again. I feel bad for him. Like, you know, I go over, like, are you okay? And he's fucking hopping and puffing, like, he's angry. And I'm like, he's not even, I'm like, he, I don't even think he feels it. He's just pissed off right now. So he, we go back in the dugout at the end of the inning. I've never seen anything like it. Everybody on the bench is pushed up against the wall on the far side of the dugout, all cuddled together. Nobody wants to steal the scope. Scope just sits down on the bench. He's like the one guy sitting on the bench, and you can hear a couple of giggles and stuff. And he just, he's just sitting there, and he just goes, "Boys, I'm just saying." That's all he said. And then the poor guy, the poor guy. We do our video review from the day before the next morning. Oh, yeah. and Glenn, Glenn Bowles, our video guy. Oh, love him. He put together like a highlight reel. So he puts together, he shows us Scofie getting drilled and then Scofie falling off the mound. And he must have put it on repeat like 10 times. So the whole room is keeled over laughing. And he's Scofie, come on, enough's enough. Like, let's move on. Oh man, yeah. I we I can't believe you never told that story. I'm to glad me. I know it now. I know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, all right. So back to you were J J and B again that the that year for ISCs and you got all, all world selection. You lost in the finals to to Hill United. Uh, yeah, that must have been a pretty fun run with with the group of guys you had. Man, it was. Yeah, it was a it was a weird year because we kind of our J and B painting merged with the A one bombers. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, when you bring two teams together like that, you kind of, you're not sure how things will go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, you know, by the end of it, we molded pretty good and we were a close group of guys. Um, and yeah, we had some guys really show up that week. Uh, and what, what Devin McCullough did on that last day yeah. was unbelievable. Our coaches were talking about the first game on that last day, we played the Batman. And they're trying to figure out whether they, who to start, uh, you know, try and give Devo a little bit of rest type thing. And Devo just walked into the middle of their meeting and just said, give me the fucking ball and don't think about coming to get me. <laughs> wow. Day. wow. And he went out and he was, he, I, I think it was a two hitter and a one hitter. And then, it, and then we lost the hill in the final. Wow. Pretty amazing. Yeah. But Adam pitched a pretty good game in the finals there. I was watching clips of it today. Right. My God, <laughs> like, he, he had to be throwing ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> he like, throws pretty hard. <laughs> oh man, that game! I saw him earlier that year, uh, but he that game he had found a different gear. He mm. was he was insane, and then uh, and then he got Sandy behind the plate, and yeah. that guy's just that guy's a nightmare back there. Yeah, yeah, he's the general. hitter's worst nightmare. Oh yeah. <laughs> now. Senior Nats that year in Saskatoon, uh, you hit 500, got your second All-Canadian award. The team goes 5-1 and one in the round robin, but then 0-2 in the playoff round. Uh, do you think that was a wake-up call, call that you guys needed, considering you've been in the finals the last two Senior Nats? Uh, I, I think it was a bit of both. Um, like our first playoff game, we, got, we matched up against the Noobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that went back and forth. Like that was everything on the line. Uh, both teams, we went back and forth. Uh, and then Bradley, of course, Bradley, you know, <laughs> got a, hit his third home run of the game to walk it off to beat us that game. Um, but uh, I think that game gave us the belief of like, we are as good as we think we are. We're yeah. right there. We just got to keep pushing. Um, we did lose that next game to Boulia. Uh It was one of those ones, I think, I, hearts were kind of broken when we lost that game against the Noose. Yeah. Uh, and we just never bounced back quick enough. Uh, and I think uh, I think a lot of us learned a lot from that, too. Um, yeah. You know, you, you got to be able to let it go. You got to let it go and move on. Or mm-hmm. like I said, you end up losing a game, you know, Booyah had a great team that year. Um, yeah. But, they had a great uh, run for sure. They did. really. Yeah. Well. I, I, it's a game. I do think we should have won. Yeah. But you know, same thing. It's uh it's one of those things you, you gotta, you lose. And uh, you know, we've been stronger for all that since. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, I think we keep coming back tougher every year. Yeah, you guys are definitely the, uh, the, the, well, we talk about it with the Noofs too. Like the Noofs are so goddamn good. Um, but you can see your team is the, the up and coming team. There's no question. Yeah, you guys are scary. Uh, and you guys too. Like, uh, especially when you guys went and added Brady last year, you know, now yeah. you get, you know, Scope's not taking on that many more innings. It's, yeah, that's right. You know, now you got two great pitchers. Yeah. It's getting it's getting tough. Uh, that Ontario team was great this year. Oh too. shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. They gave us a run for their money too. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that, that, I was going to ask that, you know, do you guys win in silver in, in 18 and 19? Like, do you, do you feel that you guys are right on the cusp of winning with the, with the group you have? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I got a lot of belief in this group. Um, and it seems, it seems every year that that heartbreak has these, has our guys getting back to swing in and in the gym and everything like that earlier and earlier every year. Yeah. You know, everybody seems to push that little bit extra. Um, you know, it's just last year, last year was a tough one. It's easily one of those ones that could have gone our way. Um, it's, uh, we, we have to put it together, uh, with those, with that newfie team, man, that lineup is so loaded full of guys. Uh, I got the utmost respect for those guys. Um, you know, you, you, you got to play a clean game. You can't give those guys extra at bats. Um, when you get your chances, you got to make the most of them. You know, I, I think we just have to put together that full game, not just some innings here and there. Yeah. 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 The yeah. cards all have to fall in the right places for sure in those games. Yeah. yeah. Now, as far as Team Canada goes, what's uh, what's your goals going forward with the team? Oh, bring home gold. Yeah. That's uh, uh, I don't think I think anybody that's been a part of the the last two here, uh, we're pretty much heartbroken. Is the only way to describe that. Uh, I we've all felt as a group these last two, we've had the best teams there. Yeah. And, you know, we just haven't, to, we haven't done it. Um, it's pretty tough. Um, and, you know, we've got a couple guys now this next goal that it'll be their last one. I, I know they would like to finish on top. And for some of us other guys, we, we, we definitely want our first one. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the, the way we've lost, in these last two as well. It's just, it's made it tougher, yeah. uh, I think. But, uh, yeah, I, our expectations as a group is we're coming home with gold. Uh, nothing else. That's, there's not even a thought about a silver, bronze, anything. It's just, it's gold. That's it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's good. That's way to go. We're cheering for you. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate it, boys. Now, the uh, one thing we do on here at the end is the player association. I'm going to throw out a name and you can uh, have your spiel on them. <laughs> oh God. So my first one is Aaron Harvey. <laughs> Man, where do I begin with that guy? <laughs> um, the last couple of days since he had heard I was coming on, talking to me every day. Uh, of course. Uh, so I asked him today, I said, oh, where's my, uh, where's my pep talk? And he goes, just be yourself, Boyk. Remember where you came from and remember how you got where you are from me coaching you and playing with you. <laughs> like that's, that's how he's guys, probably one of my most favorite teammates of all time. Yeah. Um, the guy's absolutely hilarious. Uh, you'll never find a better team guy. Uh, he's all about winning and mm. that's it. Yeah. Um, and at third base, man, that guy has some of the greatest hands. Yeah. He's unbelievable defensively. Yeah. That's where the, the goaltending skills, I think, come into play right there. Oh, yeah. You see him. He'll just block it. Yeah. He'll block it and pick it up and throw a, a hose to first base. Yeah. I heard, I heard you stole his number with J&B. Oh, I didn't steal nothing. <laughs> oh. 
No, he was trying to get my number. That's what that was. Yeah. Oh, he said he was 12 first. <laughs> no. Well, he might have been, but that changed, that changed real quick. <laughs> that, you know, buy him a couple beers and he didn't mind. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, next one. Talked about him for a bit earlier, Justin Schofield. Oh, well, I, I don't want to say anything where I'm going to get hit next year either. So I got to be careful. Yeah, true. Uh, although I might already by telling those stories. <laughs> hey, you know what? First thing I'm going to tell him is you called him an asshole off the podcast. So. <laughs> well, that's fair. He believed that too. I know. Uh, great guy. Absolute, absolute gamer. Uh, he's one of those guys when he gets on the mound, you know, he's not going to half-ass nothing. Mm -hmm. He's going to, every pitch he's emptying that tank, he's going to give you everything he's got. Uh, And and as a player to play behind that, you can't beat it. You know, it fires you up to see your guy out there busting his ass and just makes you want to be that much better for him. Um, Yeah. I love scope. He's a great pitcher. Uh, He's, he's won a bunch of titles too. Happy for him. Um, Yeah. Good to, It'd be uh, nice to see where he ends up here in the when his career is over. Um, I'm sure he'll have quite the accomplishments. That's for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, next one is Derek Mason. Uh, the robot. <laughs> he, he's a robot, man. He's <laughs> he's a hitting robot. That's all there is to it. That mm. he's got to be one of the smartest players I've ever played with. Um, he's a great friend. Uh, if it wasn't for him, um, I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today. Um, he, if you, when I first made that 40 man roster, um, I knew I had issues with my swing that need to be addressed if I wanted to go anywhere. Um, and he picked me apart and, uh, we basically rebuilt my entire swing and yeah, yeah. I chalked that up to him. He uh, he's made he's helped make me the player I am today. That's for sure. Right on, sweet. Uh, Tyson Barkman. Oh, Barksy, <laughs> just absolute gas. <laughs> that guy just throws hard. Um, I think underrated uh, is a way to describe him. Uh, I don't think that guy gets enough credit. Mm. Uh, he does it on both sides of the field. He. He's solid defensively. Uh, he's a great hitter. Uh, he's another guy that all he wants to do is win. Um, and then when he, if you, if you need to give him the ball, you know, you're going to get 82 miles an hour out of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's uh, for us with our soup team. He's a huge part of that. Um, and the fact that he's, he's kind of like a Zobris type guy, right? He'll, he'll pitch, he'll hit, he'll play the outfield. He'll play first base. You know, he gives us everything we need. Um, yeah, I love the guy. Yeah, it's good to have guys like that. Oh, man. Yeah. Not enough of them around. Yeah. Uh, no, exactly. Yeah. And the last one on the list, Kyle Cowick. <laughs> uh, oh, I was just, I got home this morning from his birthday party. So oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I told him all I was going to do is come on here and trash him. Uh, <laughs> There's another guy. Uh, be careful though. Hey, be careful. He's he agreed to come on, so he's he's after you. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, this is this is awesome. <laughs> um, great guy, good ball, like great ball player. Um, I think he's just starting to scratch the surface of his talent. Um, I think there's a lot more to come out of him. Um, yeah. Uh, 
that's I don't know what I'll say without uh, sewering him here, but like you said, he's coming on, so I don't really want to do that. <laughs> other than he's an ass, other than he's an asshole, but you know, yeah, well, we, we've had other players on here call yeah. each other assholes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes, sir. Anyway, Hunts, gotta thank you for coming on. Uh, it's been a great, uh, great episode here. Uh, I liked hearing the the scope story. That was awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, oh. If we uh, if we get to have nationals next year in Newfoundland, we're definitely going to have to to hook up and uh, have a beer together. Oh yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, having me on, guys, and uh, thanks for uh, putting this stuff together. Um, it's been pretty cool to see. I love how you've mixed the men's game and the women's game. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of us still we don't have much contact with you know the women's national team and those girls and. Uh, and their journey and their road to the Olympics and stuff. Uh, and they kind of really, I don't think they understand, you know, our stuff as well. So, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of nice to hear from both sides. Uh, yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, you guys are helping promote the game and yeah, I thank you guys for it. Oh, it's great to hear. Hey Blake, I look forward to seeing you next year. It's always good talking to you, my friend. Yeah. Same buddy. You guys take care. Okay, All right. You as well. See you, Hans. Bye. All right, man. That was good. That was, okay. <laughs> that uh, that scope story was that uh, was awesome. Yeah, I I I really appreciate what we're doing right now because, and also the fact that beforehand when we talk about you know we're going to talk to this guy and that guy, mm. Blake's friendships that he's built by playing in Nova Scotia, mm. it's great for you and I because we know all those motherfuckers. Yeah, and exactly. He tells us those stories. <laughs> I love hearing that. I shit. know that's can, so fucking good. Now, now we can especially talk to Scope and say. Yeah. Where was this? Yeah. Like, why are you hiding this? Yeah. Where was this story? Like, that's awesome. Yeah. So, no, that was another good one. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, hope everybody has a, a good week and, uh, yeah. Until Thanks next again, time. everyone. Take care. All right. See you guys. Cheers. But my actions being very loud My mama's very proud the way I made him hear me out I said I do this till I was carried out Till I'm in the cemetery buried I'm running the necessary routes All I wanted was appreciation From the ones that I appreciated Nothing sophisticated And all I ever needed was financial security To make sure that this music wouldn't murder me I grew up on Snoop Dogg and put a premiere The music with them both So I feel like the goal's fulfilled Invested every dollar saved The music for real Put it all in real estate and stock And it's Steadily builds. Now my family is good, so the goals change, roles change. I'm looking at it different now with old age. Time used to move slow, now flies fast. You can always get your money, but can never get your time back. I be stuck in my ways, got me feeling somewhere. Never change for a thing, yeah, you got it. Ain't got no one to blame, cause I ride my own way. Had to find my own way, yeah, you got it. They buzzing like it used to be. I see these other guys are racking up more views than me. I used to have that attitude, like let me prove my peace. Now I'm like it's cool with me. Maybe I'm just too fatigued.